0: The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhezomapepe
1: on
2: SAFM. It was around Easter. It was in the height of the multi-party negotiating forum. The battle lines were clear. And then out of the blue, this happened. And it precipitated the president in waiting to come to these very studios and say this to the nation.
3: Today, an unforgivable crime has been committed. The calculated, cold-blooded murder of Chris Honey is not just a crime against a dearly beloved son of our soil. It is a crime against all the people of our country. A man of passion, of unsurpassed courage, has been cut down in the prime of his life. Chris Honey is known to all of us, loved by millions, hated only by those who fear the truth. We say to all South Africans, black and white, that the day of truth will dawn. Chris spent his life fighting for freedom, democracy, and justice. It was this passion for liberty that persuaded him at an early age to commit himself fully to the African National Congress and the South African Communist Party. Chris Honey knew from personal experience the pain of deprivation and social inequality. An erudite scholar who could have chosen a less arduous path, he nonetheless selflessly chose the often thankless task of being a freedom fighter. He shared the trials and tribulations of three decades of exile. During that time, he served the cause of the liberation movement with distinction earning the respect and love of millions in our country. His death demands that we pursue that cause with even greater determination. We appeal to every religious service over this Easter holiday to commemorate Chris and his life and what he stood for. Let Wednesday 14 April be a day on which wherever we are we hold memorial services in honor of one of the greatest freedom fighters this country has ever known. We are a nation deeply wounded by callous uncaring men who plot such heinous crimes with impunity the cries of our nation are heard from old men who bury their sons and daughters, wives who weep for their husbands, communities who endlessly bury young and old, infants and pregnant women. This killing must stop. Chris Honey, championed the cause of peace, trudging to every corner of South Africa, calling for a spirit of tolerance among all our people. We are a nation in mourning. Our pain and anger is real. Yet we must not permit ourselves to be provoked by those who seek to deny us the very freedom Chris gave his life for. Let us respond with dignity in a disciplined fashion. Let us observe April 14 in dignified memorial services and in accordance with the decisions of our leadership. The date of the funeral will be announced after consultation with the family we shall lay to rest the mortal remains of Comrade Chris Arnie in a manner befitting a hero of our people. No one will desecrate his memory by rash and irresponsible actions. At this moment of unbounded grief for the whole country, our deepest sympathies go to Chris's wife impo the children and the rest of the family the anc dips its banner in salute to this outstanding son of africa samaya hondra hamba comrade chris
2: mr solima baila first deputy secretary general of the south african communist party we are back to 1993 it's a saturday evening Where were you? What do you remember about this?
4: Well, Songhezo, good evening, and um, good evening to the listeners. I think uh, you played a very touching uh, uh, insight there. Mm. I was in an MK military camp uh, in Uganda when we were suddenly convened a special bell, which is in our military tradition. Mm. Uh, We call it a combat bell. So they rang the combat bell. We all gathered, uh, only to find that uh, the then uh, Army Commissioner General Andrew had arrived from um, Uganda, from uh, Kampala, into the camps uh, to brief us that uh, our former Chief of Staff and now General Secretary of the Communist Party, Comrade Chrisani, has been murdered back home. But uh, just a few hours before that, uh, because I was attached to the section that dealt with uh, propaganda as well Mm. in the cultural division, so we had picked up that uh, there were some sad news from home. Um, But of course, in the name of the in the culture of our tradition at the time, the team that were in the media unit were not supposed to share these things because we had, at the time, access to uh, the, the radio service called Channel Africa, mm-hmm. which was uh, broadcasting directly I would not news services uh, from South Africa. So I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was um, a journalist called Venda at the time who uh, would have been at the scene. But uh, we then... Uh, had to keep this a uh, great secret uh, for us and then combat bell rang. We assembled only to find that there was no war uh, in the surroundings. Normally when combat bell uh, rings it's either for either emergency gatherings or for un- you are under attack or something like that. But we were then to receive this sad news, it was uh, an extremely devastating news for us. Okay. This was everything for us. Um I mean, uh, when he was elected General Secretary of the Communist Party, um, we uh, composed a special song uh, for him uh, and for the establishment of the communi- of Communist Party's structures and for communism in our country. And um, now all of that was shattered. Uh, we immediately demanded a revenge. Uh, no doubt about that. And we demanded to go back home. And General Masondo, of course, uh, as a commander, senior leader of uh, the People's Liberation Army Kondo managed to convince us that uh, only the political leadership of the army will decide. And General Lambert Muloy was the chief of operations at the time. Will issue the operational order, and before the operational order comes, we stay put in the camp. It was quite painful, and it's still painful today. Yeah the death of
2: Comrade Chris. Let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. It is painful. In fact, let's take a short head break. We will be back right after this, the first Deputy Secretary General of the South African Communist Party, who this day, 28 years ago, was in Uganda in camp when the news broke the world over that Chris Honey was murdered. After this.
0: (laughs) Songe Somapepe on S.A.F.M.
2: Mr. Solima Paila, let me just call you Comrade Mapaila, if I may just indulge in the context of this conversation.
4: Yes, I'm with yeah, Comrade as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That sounds good all of a sudden. In 1993, the country at the time was seized with probably its most politically charged engagement between the enemy and the people, as it were, because those are the political slogans that were going on at the time. This happens. And it gave the people an opportunity to once and for all demand an election date be set from which then the constitutional principles would come and be set An electoral commission would be established. Your Dikhang neck has then came to prominence. Not that he wasn't a prominent senior counsel at the time, but he certainly did as the deputy to Johann Krichler. And that in a way just gave deliverable milestones to the negotiations What was actually happening in camp? Because these are not the stories we hear a lot of. What was happening in camp now that certain determinants had come to the fore, South Africa had once again proven to rise to the occasion because it was then known immediately, well, within time of Krizani's passing, that April 27th would be a turning point forever in South Africa. In camp, what was happening? There's a feeling of wanting revenge. There's high discipline required by General Masondo. And, of course, there's the emotion of even suspending um, the armed struggle at the time. What was it like, not just in Uganda, but in Tanzania, in Angola, and in Russia, and the former uh, Soviet Union, and Yugoslavia, and the like?
4: Well, in areas where we still had uh, operational camps like Tanzania, where uh, the MK had already withdrawn from um, Angola, uh, but we still had uh, uh, camps in uh, Tanzania. Uh, we didn't necessarily have camps anymore in uh, Zambia, but we had the presence there of our of the ANC people, uh, as we used to call them. Um, of, from our side, uh, where we were, the issue, we are beginning to prepare... Uh, integration. Uh, We've been prepared for integration. We're actually uh, undergoing uh, regular army training uh, in order to to facilitate speedy integration into the new army. And of course, we're preparing for MK to be the core of the new people's army, that the the people's army should have the values of self-service to the people, not uh, to be an oppressive army. Um, And we're participating as well in the internal debate from outside about uh, the negotiations. We're discussing many things, uh, particularly from our side, the security questions. Uh, How do you like to see the army? How do you want to see the new citizen in uniform? And uh, whether that citizen, given that we're a political army, could play a role in politics and what kind of role and what kind of uh, extended limits of the role that uh, such a citizen in uniform could play um we have much more engrossed uh, in that and retraining uh, our soldiers from uh, guerrillas into regular uh, uh, I army mean soldiers um, that was a big issue and of course uh, debating the transition uh, as a whole i think they were raging internal discussions back home uh, the question of the sunset loss uh, we debated that uh, sharply, where there were writings uh, from back home, for instance, that were submitted through some of our own uh, the movement documents, like the African Communists. Uh, we remember for instance uh, sharp
2: from. Can I ask you just so, to move around, please, Comrade Solly? Um, we we, we yeah. can't quite hear you. You're breaking a bit. You can hear me now. Mm, slightly, slightly um, I'll just give you an opportunity with Lesecho Just to sort a few things yeah, out Let me go to the listeners Johannesburg 714, 2006 I took you back in that clip of Madiba speaking 28 years ago It was a Saturday evening Of course the mayhem leading up to that speech Can only be described best by your voice In your experience, in your context Go through the fields if you must, Chris Honey Was killed by Janus Walus, who has subsequently been convicted and still in jail, and of course Clive Darby Lewis, who who died in 2016. Where were you that day? Take us back. I remember that evening my dad came home, probably from a funeral because that's what he did on Saturdays, and he got the shock of his life when my sister told him that Chris Annie was killed. I didn't understand exactly what was going on because I didn't even know who Chris Annie was, I was 10 at the time. But the obvious shock and disdain by which my father received the news, it was clear that this is something big. Well, big it was because the following day, the Sunday Times read, and I remember, I didn't even Google this. The headline was, Ani is dead. That was the Sunday Times headline on 11 April 1993. Where were you? We're going back in time with Comrade Solima Paila just to have a conversation with us and possibly an opportunity to grab one or two lessons from the life that was lived by in the South Africa of today We do have a clip ready And I'm just waiting for the opportune time to play that Comrade Soli, you are there
4: Yeah, I'm back so there's my sure. the reception, yeah.
2: No worries, please continue brother
4: yeah, in fact, I don't know where I was because uh, as we got disconnected, I can't remember what I was saying. Or at well, right. when You stopped hearing me.
2: No, fine. What I propose to do now is just, we're going to take a couple of calls just to give yeah. us some context in terms of which line the callers want to take it. But we do have another clip that yeah. is the voice of Dada Krishani himself. And I'm almost taking us away now from the time in which he was saying that. How relevant and how true could those words spoken then about that government how true could they be now of this government let's take a
0: listen the government of the day has been enveloped in a wave of scandals these include evidence of rampant corruption and their central involvement in the war against our people this government has stumbled from the touch feed massacre to the development aid scandal from the Shanga release to the brutal assassination of matthew Goniwe, from info gate to inkata gate so many gates now is the time now is the time for the exit gate for this government any government in the civilized world implicated in so many scandals would have been thrown out of office by now
2: let's talk about those gates that have come to characterize this democratic project, we have the arms deal, which was a gate on its own. We have, I mean, of course, Marigana. I just don't like using that word because it just cuts too deep in a democratic country. We've got life, Dimeni, that's a gate on its own. So many people have been killed because of pro- police brutality and because of criminals. Pick a name, pick a year, you will get it. What then, possibly, knowing the kind of person that Chrisani was, could he or would he make of this government if his thinking then would still be his thinking
4: now? Well, without turning into a prophecy, uh, Sundays, I think um, quite clearly that this would be disappointment. I myself and uh, many others are disappointed by how things have come up. But certainly you can not expect much more different things from a capitalist system. That's how the capitalist system functions. It has no respect for uh, human rights, uh, no respect for the well-being of the people, particularly the downtrodden. It elevates the elite. Uh, the elite who then share resources among themselves, even at the expense of the, of the people. Um, so it puts uh, profits before people. And that's why we have to always retain the national liberation character of our movement, so that it, it, it gets and continuously be rooted uh, among the people and for the people. So whatever it does and its interventions, uh, it's meant for the people, not for self-serving interests of leaders and uh, the elites in society. And that's why Chris was a communist, uh, because he fully understood that without overthrowing the system of exploitation, that deepens these inequalities and is embroiled in scandals, will continue to do so, uh, even in, in a democracy, as long as that's democracy, it's a capitalist democracy, or neoliberal capitalist democracy that we have in our country. So I think it's disappointing uh, for all of us, the unnecessary scandals uh, that comes out across the board, and that's why, for instance, the people have to stand up uh, to defend uh, their rights, to defend the the, the martyrs of our liberation struggle, including Chrisani, amongst them, uh, for the service they gave to this country, for the supreme sacrifice they paid, for the freedom that we enjoy today, so that that freedom is not stolen from us by a class elite, nor is stolen by from us by a political elite that is rotating governments across the force. I mean, uh, as you know, it doesn't matter who. Under capitalism, where you have uh, tenderized systems and so forth, We are bound to have these standards, uh, uh, no doubt, they happen all over the world. That is why we have to deepen the people's role in our constitutional democracy and defend this uh, constitutional democracy in the context of the Constitution and, and what it seeks to achieve if you look at the Section 2 of the Constitution, the Bill of Rights,
1: mm.
4: it's there where the foundation of what our democracy should be, should be great. Both economic and social freedoms are embedded in that uh, section of our Constitution. Hence, the defense of our Constitution and democracy and our freedoms becomes extremely, extremely important at this period in time. Mm.
2: I'm interested in what the callers and the listeners have to say in this regard, so let's take three calls very briefly, please, in this order. Vuiswa Parktown North Anonymous in KZN on Mokopane, after which we'll take three voice notes and then we will look to wrap up the conversation. In our remembering of Mr. Krishani, killed this day in 19, rather killed on the 10th of April 1993, Solima Paila, First Deputy Secretary General of the SACP, is our guest. Good evening, Mam
5: uh, good evening, Sonja. Zakunchan. Well, ma'am, how are you? comrade Salimapaila, you don't take my calls. How are you? Uh, for me, this day is a, uh, you know, this commemoration is a very painful commemoration because I, uh, comrade Hani and my father were together at Fort doing a lot together. Fortunately, my father fell wayside long before. Hani that was even before I was born, but my dad was assassinated long before Hani here in the country. Then I met Utatu Hani in exile, you know in Angola and Zambia, even in Mazimbu when I was growing up and uh on this particular day, I just returned from back to London from uh from Mumba University, where I class in him uh On that day it was a morning when p b c uh you know started uh, uh in the news they started broadcasting about uh the 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 of of assassination of Chris Honey. What really pained me more than anything else was when this world world, world apartheid movement uh, lit by them who came on t v on p b c world and said uh, when he was questioned about this, that uh, Yanushu uh, is a right wing and all those things that he has uh, uh, killed, that <laughs> one uh, uh, whom I viewed as my father and grew up knowing as my father in exile. And he, his response was that a killer killed a killer. Kill. You know, Mahar was so sore because for me, Hani uh, stood for a, a noble, noble uh, cause. Here there is just a man who is hired from Poland to come and commit this uh, gruesome murder in a foreign land, you know. So it is painful for me. It it will ever be painful because some of us, uh, Comrade Sully knows, we are still in the trenches because no one cares about us. And Honey wouldn't have allowed this kind of system to prevail.
2: Thank you so much, Mamvoisa. Wonderful recollection of the times past. Let's go to Anonymous in KZN and Sole in, in Mokopane.
6: Anonymous. No, the, uh, the day I, that Sunday. I can't remember the date, though. It's so long ago. That Sunday, I watched the news. I'm, I'm very familiar with watching the news. I love watching the news. and But I don't have a TV now. I stick with Songezo um, now. So uh, now, he was just coming out of the driveway, and then the shots were fired, and the person, you know, uh, we, saw, we saw him coming out of the driveway, and the car sped off. You know, I, I think it was the Ford Sierra, I'm not sure how it was the Ford Sierra uh, that was uh, uh, that he was driving, or whether the perpetrator was driving the Ford Sierra, you know, and uh, it was so sad, it was so sad to think that, you know, these people, with uh, the, uh, that this particular person was truthful, was kind, was caring. You know, in society, we cannot be truthful, we cannot be kind, we cannot be caring. I know when I was uh, fighting for the cause uh, or, uh, or um, uh, 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 campaigning for Mr. Mandela, there was a van load of blacks from in, uh, Inanda. Uh, it's Zulu speaking. Uh, uh, the driver of the vehicle was a Mr. Rodeve that was given to me by the police station in my town and I, that uh, wanted to assault us for campaigning for Mr. Mandela because they didn't want... And they didn't want Mr. Mandela in power. They didn't want the ANC to take over or, or the Communist Party to take over. They wanted to be because they were there before that. The, uh, the, the IFP actually, knew, uh, and the Indians in my town, always wanted the IFP to run together with them. They would do it, but they didn't want the ANC to take over. And, and, and that's why it's so sad. And that all our truthful people are leaving this world. We are left with a bunch of criminals. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much, Anonymous. Mr. Mapaila, you have to respond to that. We are left with a bunch of criminals, a serious a charge against the ruling elite to which you also referred to in your submissions earlier on. and Mukupane, final caller.
1: Thank you, Sangueta. Look, I I don't want to think about where I was. I want to, um, as, as uh, South Africans, um I ask uh, people like Baila if uh, even a real communist, because he's more um, like the people like who played in the Monday, the they call themselves communists. It is the one that talked about them, that they would be driving around with expensive cars, the one that costs about millions and so forth, while the people on the ground are suffering. That's what Chris Han didn't want to. And then in the SSEP, I hear Salim Abayla now talking about or using um, oh, about the gates, you know, something like, similar to the common sense. Um I need to be corrected. If the SSEP and the likes of Salim Abayla, they are indeed communists, they are in, indeed people who are want to follow Chris Honey's path to fight for the martyrs. Why are these still connected with the ANC that the previous caller said we are being led by a bunch of criminals? Because in this current government, black people have been murdered. You know, Marika...
2: It's a pity. It's a pity. It's a pity. I beg your pardon for that. We got the gist of it. Why does the SACP persist in its relationship with the ANC, with these bunch of criminals, these political elites to which Comrade Soli has referred to earlier on? We have a couple of voice notes. Let's listen.
0: Uh, Good evening, songers, or the listeners and uh, your guests. Two things. One, the communists, in fact, let me call them the excuse for communists that are sitting in parliament. Even those that are running unions have sold the spirit of Krizani. Today, the Minister of Education is an excuse for a communist that is failing the students. Failing the very cause that Krizani stood for. They have no right to call themselves communists. They are nothing but excuse for communists. The only time they will demand to know who killed Krizani is when one of them is shuffled out of cabinet. Two, his fellow comrades of the ANC sold krizani they went to the kodesa they negotiated for for political power because they knew with political power they will have administration to loot that is evident on our daily lives it is honorable monarang in Kailicha. after integration we became one national defense force and another act came in Military Veterans Act, 18 of 2011. Now, why is it allowed that some of the MKMVA say those of the former forces must be excluded from the benefits? Will Chris Honey have allowed this KJ?
2: Comrade Zoli, your comments in response to the voice notes, the callers, and as you look to round up in giving us some soundbite or two as to what we can expect for Saturday. I'll give you a couple of minutes.
4: No, thank you very much. Firstly, let me say uh, I'll want to get the number of Omar, sure so I can touch base with you. Eh? Um, I don't think that we should accept that uh, we are led by a bunch of criminals. It's uh, completely derogatory and unacceptable um, because that's not the case. Uh, it doesn't mean that uh, corrupt elements are not being dealt with. And uh, I think everyone in this country knows um, because we have to work within the law and uh, they're using the system uh, or, of law enforcement agencies to deal with criminals. And even the, the so-called uh, leaders who are embroiled in, in, in criminal activities, they have been investigated, some are being charged, um, and their process will be taken through uh, the... the the judicial process, and then we'll see when they are charged finally, whether they are criminals or not. So we are following that particular process, but it will be incorrect to generalize the entire movement and its leadership as a bunch of criminals. In fact, uh, that's extremely uh, unacceptable. This is a movement that uh, led the liberation cause uh, of our people, and um, despite its mistakes, we can accept um, the fact that at least. It uh, made the greatest sacrifices for our liberation. And I also believe that um, ourselves as um, aspirant communists, uh, communism remains an aspiration for us. We must be judged by our programs and our actions, both collectively and individually. But sometimes um, when uh, a fly gets into a bucket full of milk, uh, you throw the whole milk because you think it's spoiled by that uh, particular single fly. Um, it can be an over exaggeration it isn't so under the circumstances.
2: Important. I think that's a very appropriate analogy to make given the yeah. fact that one yeah. or two personalities who have in many respects tarnished the image of the organizations to which they belong and they have gained a sufficient traction that then would be fair for the voter who is increasingly more and more frustrated, you refer to the fact that there is a criminal justice system that is taking care of things. Which criminal justice system is taking care of what things when a lot of the people whose allegations, high as they may be against them, are still not yet successfully convicted so that people but, in the general sense have got an appreciation that there is a culture where wrongdoing is sufficiently prosecuted and pays for the penu- pays the penalty for its crime.
4: Yeah, so I think um, let's not uh, uh, over-dramatize this matter of, uh, because what you are asking for is political interference into the judiciary, which we should, we should avoid by all means. There are leaders, uh, for instance, from the movement who are in jail. John Block, for instance, in the Northern Cape is in jail for corruption. Uh, he was charged by this uh, democratic government. There are other leaders, including the Secretary-General of the ANC, who has been charged That's why I'm saying the judicial system must run its course. The fact that uh, people are are being charged is a reality. It may not perhaps happen at the pace that we want. It all frustrates all of us. You remember even uh, the interventions about what we we called for as a Communist Party for investigation into state capture and how that has enabled uh, corruption, for instance. the incapacity that was created in several institutions, the NPA and so forth and so forth. And all of those institutions had to almost to be rebuilt. New people had to be appointed. Uh, They had to look to assess the institutions and their capacity and themselves have to make new appointments. And I think if you look at uh, the current uh, director of public prosecution, uh, Madam Batoli, she had at one point indicated that uh, she found a rolled out uh, capacity within uh, MPA. But, Isn't that uh, the problem?
2: Isn't that the problem? Th- that they supposedly the
4: that She has now capacity to appoint new people to continue with prosecutions, and we've seen prosecutions continuing. We shouldn't undermine that action. No, I, I don't we should think... should actually be supporting that.
2: Brother Solly, I, I don't think what you are saying is the issue, because this is a response yeah. to precisely what we are crying for. The fact that these Chapter 9 institutions and other independent institutions, organs of the state charged with the support of the continuous building of the constitutional order, for a long time had been assaulted to the extent that you have made the concession inadvertently, which favors my point that I'm trying to advance to you, that the political meddling had become so entrenched that once isolated institutions that could not be perverted by political waves of the time, did en masse many institutions. I'm not referring to the judiciary, not to suggest that the judiciary itself okay. is absolved of such um, questions, but the law enforcement agencies and other democratically um, charged institutions. I mean, look at what was, what was happening at SARS. The fact that there was a Nugent Commission that came out as damning as it was a, a, against, um, and I forget the guy now, um, Tom, Tom Moyani. Tom Moyani, for fast, yeah. H- how do we get to a position where this culture entrenches itself as it has, commission after the other, we are seized with a commission now three years ongoing, all focusing ultimately on the lack of state capacity or the paucity of good governance or the rampant looting which every year we are told by the Auditor General spans into billions of rands simply unaccounted for. How then can we genuinely say this is not A political elite who have become a bunch of criminals. How how do we say that with a clear conscience?
4: Yeah, but that's where you see the the political elite. Yes, but to characterize everyone as criminals is just completely incorrect. No, that I reject uh, with the respect uh, due to you and 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 the listeners. Sure, thank you. But I do accept the fact that these are matters that we are dealing with. The leadership that you are talking about is the one that has established this commission so that it can act within the law. Because remember, we have adopted a constitution that guides our action. You can't just hear an allegation and then say, on this allegation, I'm taking you to jail. It doesn't work like that. You have to to, to report that to the police, to law enforcement agencies, investigation, the processes. Sometimes, I mean, ourselves are very much frustrated by this uh, 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 issue. You remember at one point, we even argued that, the, the president ascended to that, that some of the evidence been put forward as a, a capture commission, the so called Zondo Commission, is actually commission commission of an inquiry into allegations of corruption and, and state capture. We even put the fact that when evidence is available at that, at that level on investigation, criminal charges should be pursued. And we have begun to see that um people's cars were confiscated people have been to court and so forth uh, uh the proceeds that they must uh, in a wrongful way have been uh, taken over by the state uh, by the asset for Future unit and so forth mm. those are important efforts and politically we must support that so if you say the leadership that is doing its effort to undo these wrong things that had happened is a bunch of criminals i mean really i don't accept that I do accept the criticism about the fact that corruption had been culturalized to such an extent that uh, people can even not respect politics, let alone politicians. Um, That is why it's important to, 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 to take back these matters to the people. And that's why we must improve mass mobilization for the people. To take their future into their hands. That is why, for instance, there is this campaign to defend democracy, which all South Africans should basically support, because it supports the 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 rule of law, the constitutionalism, and democracy, so that we are able to act according to constitutionalism. Otherwise, individual uh, action will then. create more chaos Mr. Mapaile, I have to cut it I have to cut it Mr.
2: Mapaile, I unfortunately have to cut it I've way, I, I've run my time over I have one more interview to squeeze this in this, No, sir. I appreciate the indulgence Thank you so much, Mr. Soley First Deputy Secretary General of the South African Communist Party I do remember 2003 4, 5, the SACP together with COSATU had threatened to leave the ANC until they realized, probably it's cold
1: outside the ANC 2052